Hello and welcome to the Rock Your Voice podcast. Vocal coaching tips that will transform your voice, interviews that will inspire, industry guidance, and so much more. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Today on the Rock Your Voice podcast, I'm joined by Chrissy Feniak. She's an Alberta-based country music artist, phenomenal singer. Uh, she's got some really cool stuff coming up, which we'll talk all about in the show. I highly encourage you to check out her music. Start following her because big things are coming for Chrissy and her music career. I hope you really enjoy this episode. Oh my gosh, I love your background. Thank you. This is my music room. When COVID hit, I uh, started spending so much time down here. So I was like, I need to make it feel like it's not a room in my house. It needs to feel like an escape. You need the zone for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's gorgeous. I love it. Thank you so much. I have to kind of explain how we connected. I think it was, well, it was during Stampede. So there's a high probability I'd had a couple of beer. Um, so I might have had a couple drinks in me, but I saw this beautiful girl standing outside of the Hyatt um, downtown Calgary with her guitar. And I was like, clearly a musician, um, looking like a rock star. I was like, I got to go introduce myself. So I went and said hi. And and that is how I met Chrissy back in Stampede. So I, I totally was a full on creeper. And- Love it. <laughs> and, and here we are today. So um thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me and um for not running that day that I came Oh my up goodness. <laughs> I loved it. You were so sweet and thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so so welcome. There's so many questions that I have for you because um there's so much going on for you right now from what I can see. Yeah. Um lots of exciting stuff. Let's start right at the beginning. I would love to know where it all began for you. How did you get into music? How did you discover your love of music and that this was going to be your passion? Well, at a very young age, I just loved singing. Like I would sing in the car, I would sing on my way to school, and I just I just loved it. And then my mom put me in singing lessons, classical music, because that's all we had in our small town was right. classical training. And it was fun. And then I went to a Kenny Chesney concert and Taylor Swift, she was so young. She was opening for him. Right. And I was obsessed with her. I loved her. So I gave her flowers. I bought flowers and I gave them to her. I was like, I think I was like seven or eight. And she took her bracelet off and gave me her bracelet. I have a picture of it somewhere. I'll send it to you after. That is so and, cool. And, uh, oh, I was just starstruck. And I was like, I need to do this. Like, I just, you know, and I, like I, like I said, I think I was seven or eight. And I just had this feeling and I was like I just need to do this oh I so. love it I love it so <laughs> so the classical lesson started and and when did you decide that it was going to become a career what was the turning point for you um that was like actually this is not just for fun now I'm taking it to a career level yeah well I I started and I said to my mom, I'm like, I want to sing on a stage like I you know and she's like I have no idea how to help you so we just, you know, sat down and we were Googling things and researching. And she's like, I guess like, why not try competitions? And I honestly, I would bet that I've been in like a hundred competitions mm. and I haven't won a single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I just like, and I think I was 11 or 12 and I, I found this studio in Sherwood Park and it's called Cooper Studios. I have such, such a big place in my heart for that studio they were so incredible. They taught me, you know, stage performance. And I think I played like a hundred something gigs wow. like the first year wow. and, and I didn't get paid for a single one of them. And 
you know, they were all like three and five and 15 person shows. And it was so incredible. And it was so much fun. And it was so crucial too to like have that time on stage. And it really, really got me into doing it professionally and gigging all the time. And nice. yeah, it's been such an amazing journey so far. I've just loved it. Have you always been a writer? Is that something you've always done as a young, young musician? Were you always writing ideas and songs and things? Or is it something you had to really work at? How, how did that all begin? Oh, it scared the crap out of me. Really? That vulnerability. Yeah. Oh, I would like, I remember, I think I was 12 and I was with my vocal coach, Tamara Beattie. And she's like, you know, you need to write songs. I'm like, I want to, I really do. She's like, let's try. And I'm like sitting there playing guitar and she's like, just try sing something like anything, you know? And I literally cried. I'm like, I can't do this. And <laughs> it, it was a huge leap for me. And it very quickly, once I started co-writing with other people, yes. which was the scariest thing, but once I got into it, it's become one of, one of my most favorite things. And it's, it really is like therapy, you know, yes. I go to my co-writers and like, you'll never guess what happened to me this week, you know? Right. And it's, it's become such a, such a integral part of my life. And I, I love it so deeply, but I was so afraid. I was so terrified. I did not want to do it. I had <laughs> no desire, but yeah. It is such a vulnerable position to be in. Um, mm-hmm. And yet Tamara is fantastic, isn't she? We just have to take a moment to yeah. pause and just worship Tamara for a moment. Uh, <laughs> she's so <laughs> awesome. Um, and I love that that she started to pull that out from, from your artistry because it is, it's so important to be writing your own music as well, I think, now. I don't think yeah. you can really get away with it if you're not writing as well but that vulnerability is terrifying like I I listen to stuff that I used to write when I was younger and I'm like oh my gosh I said that out loud like I was so honest and and raw with everything and these days I'm like I can't say that (laughs) like I'm like I don't want people to know all of these things but you you have to go there as a songwriter Mm -hmm. I feel so you then sort of started doing your competitions you started moving on as an artist and how did you build your team to get you where you need to be because that's the co-writing the you know finding your voice coach finding a manager all of these things how did you start to realize that was first of all necessary and and how did you choose these people yeah I mean it kind of came slowly over time my mom has been my first team member since day one and she's so she's so incredible she helps me still and you know we sit down we have coffee almost like once a week and we have we call it a business meeting and we talk about music and we talk about plans and stuff um but yeah there was a lot of shows that I couldn't submit to unless I had music And my vocal coach in town that did classical music, her son was a producer and he was just getting into it at the time. And, and that's Maddie McKay. And he, you know, he plays for Brett and he's done just a tremendous job, you know, producing. Um, But it was funny because he was just getting started. And I was like, I need some stuff on Apple music to apply for shows. And, you know, so that kind of, you know, he's become one of my biggest mentors. I just love watching him create And then, you know, my mom's like, okay, like we need, you know, you need the next level of vocal coach. Like it's time to, you know, to, to spend the money and, you know, get someone really good. And she, she did this deep dive and I have no idea how she found Tamara. Like, like when you said you were stalking, I'm like, you know what? Like my family, (laughs) we are stalkers. Like we're so good at it. Um, I love it. 
Yeah. And so then I started working at Tamara when I was maybe 13, 12, 13. And yeah. And then my manager reached out to me and she's like, you know, I love what you're doing. You know, let's hop on a call and see if we can, you know, maybe work something out. And it's, you know, I definitely, I love what I do so deeply, but I could not do it without the team that I have, you know, they're so, so crucial to, you know, the creative process and putting things out there. And even just like the basic advice. I remember one day I was in the studio with Maddie and I was just like, I'd had a bad week and I was so, I was a 15 year old girl and I was just having a bad week. And Maddie's like, are you okay, buddy? Like, why don't you come sit down and like, let's just hang out for a bit. And you know, they're just, they're so, so awesome. And they've become kind of like my family and I love them all so deeply. I'm really happy for you that you seem to have found a really great core team. And I feel like that is kind of an Alberta thing. There's obviously, there's always going to be that side of, we have to keep that fire of of not, I don't like to use the word competition or competitiveness, Mm -hmm. but like we're always challenging ourselves and each other. And I think there's a really beautiful collaborative feel within the country music scene here in Mm -hmm. Alberta which I I just think is phenomenal like I don't know whether it's because Alberta's music scene is smaller that we kind of have to (laughs) yeah I just really love it I find like all of the artists that I talk to on the podcast all the artists that I that I've worked with are just like yeah everyone there's such a small degree of separation and everyone is really supportive of everyone have you have you found that to be the case with with your experience too Yeah, I mean, there's definitely people that, you know, I live in a small town. So there's definitely a ton of people that are like, you're crazy. What are you thinking? Like, what is your backup plan? I'm like, I don't have one. But, you know, if I didn't have the support of, you know, my family and my team and, you know, some of my friends, like, I, I don't know how I do it. You know, you hear people that say, oh, like, my parents didn't believe in me. And I'm like, if my parents, you know, haven't, if they hadn't helped me the way that they did, you know, yeah. with that emotional support, yes. I don't think I could have done it. I don't think I could have got this far. Right. It's so important. So important to have that, that support for sure. So tell me a little bit about your, your recent releases and bad day. Is that, that the most recent one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So bad day. That. I love that song. It's, it's so, so fun. fun. So sassy. <laughs> um, it, it's actually just about to hit 250,000 streams on Spotify. So I'm hoping it gets there. I'm hoping it doesn't just drop off and die before then. But <laughs> no, it's taking off. It's going in the right yeah, direction. And then I have a song coming out in about two weeks now, October 1st, Breakup Breakdown. I'm super excited about that one. That's a great title. I love it. Oh, thank you. I'm super excited. I'm so excited that you said the word sassy. Literally, I have written down here. I'm like, sassy country. You're <laughs> You have a a whole new genre for yourself of sassy country. Oh, yes. Really cool. So Bad Day, was that a co-write? How did that one come to be? Yeah, I wrote that with a couple of the boys from Prairie States. I I came to the co-write and I was like, man, like this guy that I just broke up with, like I don't hate him. But like, I want him to have like minor inconveniences that like frustrate (laughs) him. It's so good. It's so good. You know, and it's like, it's a pet. And I know it's like, I'm aware it's a like, toxically petty thing to mm-hmm. you know say that and like you know but I didn't want to like I didn't want to pull a Carrie Underwood and like destroy yeah. his you know truck I didn't want to you know hurt him or yes. you know date his best friend I just wanted him to like stain a white t-shirt or like stub his toe <laughs> or you know just like those minor things that yes. kind of suck you know 
And we we just had so much fun writing this song because we got to just like come up with all these different things, you know. I love it. Like I hope your dog doesn't run away. I hope you don't, you know, slam your fingers in the door on the way out, you know. And it was just <laughs> we had so much fun. I think we wrote the song in like less than an hour. Yeah. And it was the most fun I think I've ever had in a co-write. Yeah, it's a really fun like you said, it's like it's like the polite version of a Carrie Underwood revenge song. <laughs> exactly. It's the Canadian Carrie Underwood it totally side. Is. Yes. Totally. <laughs> oh no, it's awesome. Really, really good. I um yeah, I, I you were waiting in the Zoom waiting room for a little longer than anticipated because I was listening to Better Left Unsaid. And I oh. think that's a beautiful song. Tell me a bit about that one. Thank you so much. I uh yeah, this, you know, I didn't think that you know when, whenever I write a song I try to write from personal experience and then I had this this boyfriend and he was he was nice and I just fell out of love and mm-hmm. I just you know was looking at him we were eating dinner and I was just like I don't enjoy this person anymore and it was weird because it just and you know he didn't do anything wrong yeah. at the time and you know but I just was like oh my goodness you know and it happened fast and so I just thought you know well, do I break his heart and just like say it like we're eating dinner, you know? And I just kind of went on for a little too long where I didn't say anything. And I was just like, Ooh, like, I don't like this guy anymore. And I, you know, I started talking to my co-writer about it and he's like, you know, that's a really common thing. Like that happens all the time. And I was this young girl who had never gone through it before. I'm like, I don't know if it's super relatable and, you know, but it came out so cool and so vibey. I really love that one too. It's beautiful. Obviously, you play guitar. Do you write most of your music using guitar or do you play other instruments? Yeah, guitar is my main instrument. I tried piano. I wanted to piano so badly. I think piano is gorgeous. Um, I just never had a knack for it. I can like plunk out notes and like I can do scales and stuff for warm ups and whatnot. But like, you know, guitar is my main thing. That's, you know, it's just clicked with my brain better than piano ever did nice and how long have you been playing how long did how old were you when you started playing guitar oh goodness I think I was 14 okay I've I've used tracks for a long time I was like a karaoke queen of all my (laughs) gigs and I had so much fun um but there's there's an element about you know playing an instrument that you get to like put your body into it and I feel like it really you know you can really give off a certain energy when you're playing this instrument you know amazing amazing so tell me a little bit about there's a there's a whole Nashville thing coming up I can sense it oh yeah I'm very excited (laughs) I think I saw did I see a story on Instagram or something and you were playing at the row in Nashville yeah yes oh my gosh I love that venue it's weird. I actually had a dream about it last night. You're going to think I'm a complete lunatic. <laughs> I actually had a dream about it last night. I'm, I'm friends still on um, on Facebook and stuff with some of the guys who were working there when I was out there last time and just like had the best time with, with everyone who worked there yeah. and such amazing musicians who get to play there yeah. too. It's more of a sort of tucked away kind of hole in the wall. It's not your yeah. like go-to destination in Nashville, but it's you must go oh, to this destination it's if incredible you're in the food is amazing the staff is so nice the artists are great it's just a it's an amazing vibe were you just there playing for the one night or how what was what was your okay i don't know how much you can tell us about what you were doing everything i can tell you everything um so <laughs> super exciting uh the guy that books the entertainment there mike he messaged me over christmas and he's like next time you're in nashville like let me know like we'll get you on stage i'm like 
I think I love you. Like I, yes. So then I was, I, you know, booked a trip down because it was time to go down. You know, I'd made all these friends there over COVID over zoom. And uh, so I was like, Oh, I need to book a trip. So I ended up going down for a little over three weeks, just about a month. And I had a few shows at the row and my first show there before I even got on the stage, you know, I was, I was talking to this girl and she's like, Oh, like, are, you know, do you live here? I'm like, no, I live in Canada, but I'm trying to move here. Like, you know, it's, it's complicated. Like I need a visa and I need all this stuff. And, and Mike's sitting there, he's like, I'll sign your visa papers. And I literally started crying. And I literally, like, I literally just like, I was shedding tears. I'm like, Mike, do you mean it? He's like, yeah, like print off the papers and bring them by tomorrow. What? Like I will sign them for you. Like no problem. And I literally like, I just remember like sitting there, like looking at him and being like, just crying. And I'm just like, I can't believe it. Like, I didn't think that it would happen so fast and it all just sort of fell together. And, you know, there's a few other places I played and they're like, yeah, like, you know, when you're here, like you're welcome anytime. And it just came together in the most beautiful way that I didn't, I thought it would be so much harder than that. And I know the hard parts yet to come, but I thought this would, you know, be so hard just to get going, but it fell together and I'm so lucky and so excited. Um, So I'm going to be there full time. I'm hoping January. Um, I am so happy for you right now. Oh, thank you so much. I am so excited. I'm beyond excited. So January is 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 the plan tentative. Oh, yes. Wow. And and where do you know where you'll be staying? Like what you're what's what's the plan when you're out there? What are the goals? What are you going to Oh be my goodness. On? This is the craziest part I think. So my parents um you know, my dad just sold his business. I think we left on Saturday and he sold his business Friday, like wow. the day before. Wow. So we're on the plane and he's like, look at the e-transfer I just got because he you know, sold his company. <laughs> right? And um, so, you know, he's he just turned 55 and he's, you know, he's a busy bee. He's always just like he always wants to work on something and make things better. And yeah. he's a, he's a hard worker. And, you know, it's funny because the whole time we were joking to him, we're like, you know, what are you going to do now that you're retired? Yeah. Like you won't be able to sit still and. You know, so him and my mom, they want to travel a lot and they want to, you know, go to Mexico, go to Nashville. They love it there. They have friends there. You know, it's nice. it's funny. Like, I have a bunch of friends there, but my parents have just as many friends in Nashville now Amazing. than, you know, just as many as I do. Um, and so, you know, when I got my visa paper signed, I was like, I need to go looking at apartments. And my dad's like, you know, these $1,500 a month apartments. Yeah are still not very safe. They're not in great right, neighborhoods, right. you know, like unless you have like $2,000 US every month, it's, you know, it's hard to find a safe, nice place. So my dad's like that, you know, oh my goodness. So then my mom was like, well, maybe, you know, we'll get a two bedroom in a nice place and we'll split rent. And my dad's like, that's a mortgage on a house. Uh, I see so- <laughs> where this is going. <laughs> oh, they went looking at houses and I was in a co-write. Like I wasn't, I didn't even go with them and they bought a house just yeah they're like I, they picked me up for my co-write they're like how'd your co-write go I'm like good like what do you guys do they're like we bought a house like we well we put an offer in on a house I'm like oh it's crazy crazy this is so cool this is like honestly okay first off my my dog needs- <laughs> he's excited he's, he's so happy for you he's like take me to Nashville get me out of here um this is one of those situations where stars are aligning and doors are opening and oh I yeah. this I have like a feeling this is really really exciting. This Thank is you so, so, so much. Cool. 
it really fell together so perfectly and I can't even explain how or why, but I'm so lucky. It's because you're on the right track. It's because you're on the right track. 100%. This is fantastic. So it's it's interesting too, because then there's all those, the Nashville themed stuff that's happening here in Calgary, like the Nashville night at the the blind beggar. How's that? I keep, I keep trying to get down to those like songwriter things down there. How, how is it down there? Oh my goodness. It's so much fun. You know, it's funny because when everything opened back up, Doug sent me an email. He's like, Chrissy, like, we want to get you on stage. Like, what kind of show do you want to do? Like an acoustic, a full band? I'm like, can I do a songwriters round? Like, I just have such a place in my heart for, you know, those writers rounds. And he's like, uh, we've never done one of those before, but yeah, I guess like if you can, you know, sell tickets, then, then yeah. And, and it was like, it was stressful, like getting it all set up. The sound guy was like, I don't know like what you need. I'm like, I need everything at the same time. I'm really sorry. And, uh, they adapted and oh my God, they've been so amazing. And they've just been so, you know, the last time I got there, the stage was all set up. I walked in and I'm like, with all the stools and all the mics set up and it was so awesome. And and it's been going over so well, you know, we do, we do our writers round and then we do like a kind of like a jam at the end, like we would at CCMAs awesome. where, you know, we sing those upbeat sing along songs and the crowd sings along with us and we sing harmonies, you know, we throw verses to each other and it's so much fun. I love it. I love it. And and is that going to be ongoing for a little while? Are there more coming up or there? Yeah. So we have another one, October 15th. Fantastic. Super excited about that one. It's going to be so much fun. Awesome. Awesome. So I'll, I'll find all the links and stuff and put all the links in, in the show notes for all, all of that too. I already kind of nailed it, I think, with the sassy country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but so far as sort of, um, you know, your inspiration and motivation vocally, I I was hearing a little bit L King kind of tones coming out. And oh, I don't know if that's, a, if that's a flattering thing or if you're like, no, get away from me. But Oh, no, I love L King. You know, there's so many artists. I hate when people are like, oh, like, who's your favorite artist? I'm yeah, like, yeah. I can't choose. That's mean. You can't make me choose. Um, but there's definitely some really incredible people that I draw inspiration from, like L King. Yay. Lucy Silvis is incredible. Awesome. Um, you know, of course, Miranda Lambert, Casey Musgraves. There's so many any like female trailblazers for for you know a specific sound who would you like to co-write with in nashville like dream co-write you just mentioned casey and i'm like oh i I can see that happening casey would be incredible i actually i did a course through the nashville songwriters association over covid and I got to work with Liz Rose and I didn't get to write with her, but I got to work with her and she is the coolest person. She wrote, you know, co-wrote a lot of Taylor Swift's earlier songs with her, like girl crush, just, oh my goodness, just so many, probably Liz Rose or Lori McKenna because they're just, oh, they're so cool. Yes. uh, I'm so excited to watch your journey because I've got such a good feeling for this. I'm really, really excited. Thank you so much. Obviously January Nashville which is incredible. So is that going to be a like full-time see you later Calgary kind of your that's it that's going to be home? Well, you know, I still have so many friends and so much family here yeah. and I have so much love for for Alberta and yes. you know, it's been such such a important part of my life is, you know, the scene here yeah. and I definitely, you know, I'm not leaving Calgary in the rearview mirror, you know. I love it here so much. So I'll be back and forth, but I will be full-time in Nashville, but coming home every chance that I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited for you. That's fantastic. So um, 
what if, what do we need to look out for? What can we, what, how can we support you? What's coming that we can be ready to, to really support you with your, obviously the songwriter rounds, everyone should go and support you at that and come and check that out. Um, have, so you've got the single is out. So go yeah. stream the single, I'm assuming on, on all uh, platforms that's yeah. available. I did also see you've got some merch as well. I do have yeah. some merch and I made that merch myself. I designed yes. it. I, oh yeah, I'm very crafty. I, I you know, I do it. everything that I can, but yeah, check out the merch. It's super awesome. I ordered almost one of everything from there, you know. <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, is that a Goodbye Yellow Brick Road in the background? What is that? <gasps> yes, it is. So that's a Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album and a Willie Nelson album oh, on vinyl. Oh. I'm a huge huge vinyl person i nice. love records love it are those two of your big inspirations as well oh yeah the writing on those albums are incredible right crazy, love it crazy okay so where can people find you follow you keep in touch and 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 see what's going on i'm on instagram and facebook and i've got a website um it's all just chrissy feniak and my website's chrissyfeniak.com all my music everything is linked on my website if you want to go there to find anything perfect i'll yeah. put all of that in the show notes too and uh i am really excited for you i am so oh, happy and so, so excited for you and i'm really pleased that um stampede emma randomly went over and introduced oh thank you, you so much day. for coming up and introducing yourself and i hope that the next time we see each other is at the row in nashville yes that would be incredible yes i i'm putting it out there because honestly i'm i'm not sure if they still work there tennessee and dylan they were like the bartenders when i was there um for that that time and we hung out a lot and tennessee actually came to cma fest uh i gave her one of my cma fest passes and um We've been in touch ever since, and they're now engaged. So I was like, Aww. "So yeah, I you must think I'm a total wing nut because I no, I met you outside her ever, and now I'm like, yeah, and I'm totally following these two bartenders who are now like getting engaged. And anyway, yeah. Oh my goodness, I always follow a good love story. I know. I was like <laughs> so happy. I was like Tennessee and Dylan, yay! Oh. Aww. Anyways, um, yeah, we're going to the row. We're gonna go for some drinks at the row, and yes. I'm gonna come and support <laughs> you as you uh, you do your shows down there. <laughs> it's all I planned it. now. Um, Chrissy, <laughs> thank you so so much for taking the time to chat with me. And like I said, I see nothing but amazing things in your future, and I'm so excited to to see what happens for you. And uh, anything I can do to help support, promote anything at all, just please share things with me and I'll share them and, and let's let's get you where you want to be. You are amazing. Thank you so, so, so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Please feel free to like, share, subscribe. And if you feel inclined to leave a review, I truly, truly appreciate it. You can check out all things voice at rocketvocalstudios.com. That's R-O-C-K-I-T vocalstudios.com. And follow me on social too at Rocket Vocal Studios. Thanks again for listening. And I'll be back with lots more for you very, very soon. 